0: Hello, and welcome to Hank's Place. Are you troubled by the merchandising, the manipulation, the greed, and the excess of the Christmas season? Well, please don't be. Let me give you a little history. Pope Julius I in A.D. 320 designated December 25th as a holy day in order to counteract the Saturnalia celebrations going on throughout Europe that predated Christ. Well, the edict didn't work. People enjoyed their rivalry and their celebrations and chose to repent afterwards. Now, let's fast forward to Puritan England with Oliver Cromwell in the 1600s. He came into power on a platform that promised the abolition of Christmas. And he did. He abolished Christmas. Afterwards, though, King Charles II's party came into power on a platform promising to bring back Christmas with all its wickedness, just as before. And they did. People enjoyed it. Get this. Most genuine Christians of the time loathed Christmas. They considered it an instrument of the devil for sin. Well, the pilgrims took off for the new world, landing in Plymouth Rock 1620. They promptly outlawed Christmas. There were no church celebrations. Businesses were ordered kept open. Anyone caught celebrating was subject to arrest and fines. And that's the way it was in America for 200 years. In fact, Congress continued to meet on Christmas Day up to 1856. Now, (laughs) over time, the the outrageous practices of of old England, though, began to reemerge in America. Something needed to happen. Something did. In 1822, Clement Clark Moore wrote Twas the Night Before Christmas, a simple children's poem, but for the first time, Christmas was seen in America as a joyous holiday for children. Christmas, joyous family affair, it appeared on the scene, took the nation by storm. Not long after, in 1834, Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas carol. Christmas in England was never the same. The crushing, dehumanizing Industrial Revolution gave place to consider the wonder and birth of our Savior, Jesus. Jesus was making an appearance into Christmas in England and in America. There's more. But gradually, over the rest of the century, we find joy, family, giving, and worship replacing the pagan debauchery, the lewdness, revelry, and drunkenness in both countries. Well, what about the gifts, you ask? I'm so glad you asked. The tradition of gift-giving, at first a simple and modest gesture, exploded in America following the night before Christmas merchants, sensing great opportunity, placed Santa Claus everywhere, and people quickly adjusted their celebrations to include him. And spending. Lots of spending. So, put Christ back into Christmas? Historically, at least in America, that's not very accurate. He wasn't officially in those early Christmases of the first few hundred years. (laughs) And And a Christmas carol, well, that was quickly overtaken by Santa Claus and extravagant giving. But my dear friend, don't you be depressed, all right? It's because you make the difference. Why not make your own celebration of Christmas, just as true believers have done for ages? Put Jesus right there in the middle of your Christmas. Don't you see him in the wreath and evergreens, candles, the tree? Best of all, share Jesus with others. Jesus, the greatest gift of all. You can do it. And as you do, many will hear, they'll listen, they'll believe, and they will come alive. Merry Christmas from Hank's Place.